Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and as always, I'm joined by my partner in film, Devin. And today, we're going to be giving our spoiler-free thoughts and insights on Pixar's Elemental. And before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms, around the internet that includes apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts, and more and if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show we would love to hear from you guys follow us on instagram and follow us on twitter at film optics that is optics with an x or you can email us at filmoptics at gmail.com for any movie related questions seven what's going on what you've been watching how's your week been yeah, I guess I can mix it up and just kind of go with the TV route this time since we talked about some some gaming and some other things we did last time. But uh, I finally wrapped up Barry, series finale. It's definitely it's definitely really really interesting ending. Um, glad I was able to to watch that series. Very cool series overall. Love how it shifted genres throughout. And then I also caught up on the Dave and watched the Dave season finale, which was one of the craziest episodes of television I've ever watched. Really? Okay. See, I need to watch Dave. I need to watch Dave. I need to watch a lot of things. And I'm I'm ashamed because I've been pumping so much time into Tears of the Kingdom. I think once I'm done with that, I think I think I'm at a point where I'm just gonna get a few more pieces of armor, beeline it, and be done. Because I am very it's not that I'm tired of it, it's just it's taking up so much time that I want to be, you know, contributing to catching up to TV shows and whatnot and just doing other things. And yeah, especially with um, just everything that's been happening. It's been a lot going on, but definitely going to add Dave and Barry are both on my backlog. Don't you worry. (laughs) It's It's so cool that two of the biggest shows on TV for a while there were just two first names, Barry, Barry and Dave just hanging out. Barry and Dave, they should do a crossover. (laughs) Dave and Barry. (laughs) Dave and Barry, DB. (laughs) There we go. But yeah, glad that you've been, you know, uh, enjoying the the TV life all all together. Like I said, just playing catch up with a lot of stuff right now. Nothing too crazy. Getting ready, uh, prepping myself for Indiana Jones Style of Destiny by rewatching. I'm probably, I see, I say it's going to be the trilogy but I might end up watching all of them just because it's been a very long time since I've watched any of these movies. Thinking about going in blind, like not re- doing a rewatch or watching the older ones. Yeah. See, see a little bit of a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. That, that'll be interesting for, for our, um, for our review. Also, for, I just don't really have much time to watch all of them. So that's true. No excuse for that. You see, I, I also say that I'm going to watch all of them and I'll probably just end up watching just Raiders of the Lost Ark. Cause that's just a really good movie and kind of just cut it there and, you know, do whatever else I can in the meantime. But for all of our wonderful listeners out there, welcome. We're going to be covering Pixar's elemental. This is their latest film, their latest animated film. Well, they only do animated stuff, but this is their most recent film since what's turning red was their last film. I believe was that the last Pixar film? Um, it was either that or Lightyear. Oh, you know what? It was Lightyear. Oh, you see, I don't like to. I don't know. 
I don't like to remember Lightyear. <laughs> yeah, wasn't their best work. I forgot. So I was like, "Wait, was that Disney animation?" I'm like, "No, that was that was that was Pixar." Um, yeah. So coming off the heels of Lightyear comes Elemental. Um, if you are new here to the show, welcome and thank you for clicking on our episode in the the vast ever void pool of other podcast episodes, let alone movie podcasts altogether. The way that we usually break down our reviews is that we introduce the cast and crew, of course, go into our spoiler-free thoughts of this film, and then we will go into our final thoughts and our ratings. Um, Sometimes we do run into spoilers, but there isn't anything here to spoil. So we're just going to talk about the movie without talking about the movie and see how it goes from there, because that is what a spoiler review, or excuse me, that is what a non-spoiler or spoiler-free review usually is. So, we're going to jump right in without any further delay. We'll be right back after this introduction to Elemental. Yo, 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 Ember! Yo, Claude, can't talk, in a hurry. And don't let my dad catch you out here again. What? Come on, he doesn't like my landscaping. Ugh. Anyway, June Bloom is coming, and you just got to be my date. Cause check it out. I'm all grown up. And I smell good. Ow! My queen. Sorry, buddy. Elements don't mix. (gasps) Flame! Gotta go! Come on, go to the festival with me. You never leave this part of town. That's because everything I need is right here. Plus, the city isn't made with fire people in mind. Sorry, but it'd take an act of God to get me across that bridge. An act of God or an act of Claude? And we are back. You just heard a little snippet of Elemental. And the director of this film is Peter Sohn. And the writers include John Hoberg, Kat Lickle, and Brenda Huish. And the stars of this film are Leah Lewis, Ronnie Del Carmen, and Mamadou Athi, just to name a few. And the story is as follows. This film follows Ember and Wade in a city where fire, water, land, and air residents live together in a place called Elemental City. This is a rom-com slash immigrant story it's there's a lot of messaging in this film and the runtime is around an hour and 43 minutes a little bit longer than your typical pixar film but because i would say they're usually around like an hour and 30 minutes but i actually can't remember what the runtime of Lightyear was because that movie seemed like it lasted forever But we're about to get into our spoiler-free section of Elemental. So I'm going to pass it over to Devin so he can give his initial reactions on the film. Yeah, going into this one, this one kind of seemed like it slipped under the radar a little bit as far as release goes. Because I think we've seen a couple things here and there throughout the past year or so. Just kind of teasing the, the art style and the animation and some of the things that have to do with elements for the story. Just kind of throwing those things out there, but kind of... Seems like it snuck up on us. Um, definitely, you always have to have your your eyes open when you when you see there's a Pixar release because obviously Pixar has been the best at animation for for many years now, and they just seem to have the, kind of the best quality stories and 
and animation combined to make some of the better movies that we've seen in the past 20 years, all starting with Toy Story and uh, what was it 1999 when that came out? Yeah, yeah, I there. believe so. Yeah, so, yeah. So like 20, 25 years, they've kind of been the top dogs. And um, I say this one for me was good, not great. Um, there's obviously the, the Pixar animation quality is top notch, like always. Um, it, it's, it's always like a visual like pleasure to just watch everything and see all the interaction between different elements and and the environment that they create and how just, just cool it all looks. Um, but I think the biggest issue for me is, is what you mentioned at the top where it is blending a lot of different things into one story where it is Pixar's first ever rom-com, which is definitely an inter- interesting thought where you wouldn't expect um, Pixar to be doing a rom-com, but it's, it's their first ever attempt at that while also being an immigrant story, um, which is also a very, very important story to tell. And then there's also kind of like the self-discovery, self-fulfillment type of storyline going on too um, with Ember's character specifically. Uh, so there's a lot going on. There's a lot that they tried to blend into one story, and I think it became a bit much where it, it didn't have as much focus on the individual stories that, that could have definitely helped um, strengthen it, um, kind of split it between a few different stories and messages. But overall, it was pretty. It was, it was a pretty good time. Um, you kind of had to fall in love with the charm of these two main characters and how they fall in love with each other, uh, Wade Ripple and Ember Lumen. Mm-hmm. A, couple, a couple of pretty good names. Or I like Wade Ripple as a name. I'm Wade Ripple. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a couple good laughs throughout. I definitely think the, the elemental jokes kind of stayed their welcome a bit too long. There was just a lot of them throughout the movie. Some of them worked more than others, but it was, it was pretty solid overall. So for me, I actually swing a little bit more on the other side of the pendulum. I believe this is one of uh, Pixar's uh, better films within like recent memory. So I tweeted about this um, again after I got out of the theater. For hours, um, it was just press only, which was nice. And you can invite people um, from time to time. Disney's usually nice like that when it comes to their uh, <laughs> when it comes to their um, press screenings. You can invite up to like three people. I believe, but um, as I said, I think this is one of um, one of Pixar's best films within recent memory. And I actually tweeted stating that I think it's a captivating film that combines mesmerizing visuals, a moving love story, and a profound exploration of self fulfillment, and that it intertwines the power of nature with the human experience, offering a poignant and thought provoking cinematic journey it took me a while to come up with that one because i was like i wanted to get it right <laughs> but yeah it's like devin had said uh, this is pixar's first swing at like a rom-com type of situation we've obviously seen like the coming of age aspect from pixar time and time again with movies like toast story and more recently turning red which i also think is one of pixar's uh better films within recent years as well as luca but first and foremost before i go any farther with my initial reactions i'm really glad that this movie is like in theaters because for a while there outside of i guess you could say lightyear i don't really count lightyear I was kind of salty that that came to theaters and then turning red was Disney plus. Um, and same thing with Luca and yeah, hopefully that trends over. 
I'm hoping so because with Soul, it all, it all started with Pixar's Soul, which that I understand because it was the middle of pandemic. Disney's like, hey, let me be nice <laughs> and we're going to give you guys Soul to watch something new at home. That was nice. But then it happened again with Luca, which we also reviewed, which I believe we both liked that movie as well, um, as well as Turning Red, which we both also enjoyed. Um, and then, you know, we got that other film uh, with Buzz Lightyear, which, I mean, the concept was cool, was cool, but it just didn't go anywhere. But I think this is a fresh new start for Pixar. Like, for it's it just feels, it feels so Pixar, but it tackles these very important, these very important messages when, you know, especially for kids, you know, when it comes to, you know, what is it like being, you know, part of, of you know, a second generational uh, immigrant family who's moved from somewhere else, you know, into a big city like Elemental City. Um, unfortunately, we did not get a lot of, you know, um, not a lot of time was focused on air or earth, uh, those creatures. But going back to like, you know, just the importance of this for kids when it comes to, you know, self-exploration and, you know, not necessarily destiny, but forging your own path and doing what you want to do instead of what you think your destiny or what your life should be based on someone else. Because I definitely felt like I've had a few friends who who have gone through that, you know, with, with immigrant parents and, you know, with, when it comes to Ember's family within this film, you know, they've given up so much for the betterment for a better life for themselves, but mainly for, you know, their daughter and her, you know, she, she, she's a hothead, obviously, you know, she is uh, the, the elements of fire, but her wanting to run her father's shop when she was younger and then, you know, throughout the film, she has like this temperament issue where she gets annoyed by a lot of these customers and you kind of get to see her character arc or her story arc, which I absolutely loved Ember's story arc. And, you know, when Wade comes in, it's just like you said, he's go with the flow, but he's such a relatable that, that goofy voice. I know it worked so well. Like I really loved this movie for that it's interesting because it's also like for the most part for me at least just kind of newer actors that i hadn't haven't had much exposure to like on the mm. rise for this cast that is true and also i mean it's it's a very like you know it's a rom-com but it is so emotional at times it'll warm your heart it's gonna make you laugh it's gonna make you cry it's just gonna make you tear up and like i said i think the the number one, like the the theme here with immigrant parents, like mixed in with like just the animation itself is fantastic. Um, the the tribute to you know immigrant parents and how kids can relate to that, and also I think it does kind of go into the whole you know uh, biracial uh, you know mixed race or biracial dating couples as well because you see a little bit of that it's not as touched on but i definitely caught wind of that um a little bit as well so there's a lot of important 
messages within this film that I think um, kids can definitely learn from and, you know, just having a family experience by going to see this. I just, I didn't expect anything from this movie. I didn't know what it was about. I didn't know anything. Like, I didn't even know what the premise was. And I, I don't even think I, like, fully watched the trailer. I didn't really pay too much attention because, like you said, Devin, you know, there's not a lot of buzz going on with this movie because this movie is hitting theaters on June 16th, which is also the same weekend as The Flash and The Blackening, which is like a horror movie. So we're definitely getting a lot of mixed genres uh, within the weekend of um, June 16th mainly. But I came out surprised. And also there is a song that they play that was um, that that's a part of this film that is sung by uh, love. I believe that is his name. L a U V. It is called steal the show and it is heartwarming. I absolutely love it. I have not stopped listening to it since, you know, seeing this film. So <laughs> it's, it's been great, but I apologize for rambling. I just had to get a lot of that off my chest. I just absolutely love this movie. Definitely one of my favorite animated movies of the year. Not my favorite, but one of my favorites. And I think it's one of my favorite Pixar movies of recent years as well. But I'm going to pass it back over to Devin. Um, Did you have any other spoiler-free thoughts that you wanted to touch on before we get into our closing segments? Question for you. Did you get the short before the movie in your screening? I did. Um, it was with uh, the guy from Up in the Dark. Yeah, I was going to I was gonna mention that. Like, That's one of the better shorts I, I, that I recall. Like, It was really, really like, touching overall. Obviously, when you bring back the characters from Up, there's going to be an emotional attachment already because <laughs> that movie wrecks you. So, yeah, yeah. it's a really cool short. Yeah, no, it, it really was. And of course, you know, anytime you go and see a Pixar movie, that that is um, that, that is tradition for them, as well as apparently there's I mean, there's always a clue to what their next movie is going to be. And I think we already have that. Um, not the clue itself, just like what their, what their next Pixar movie is going to be. So their next movie outside of Elemental, I believe it's called Elio. That's E-L-I-O. I mean, I think there's, there's concept art out there, but I don't really know what it's about. But it looks like it's from the director of Coco. So you're definitely going to be pulling at those heartstrings altogether. But... Getting back to Elemental, I just thought it was fantastic. Again, I, I really wish we would have gotten more of Elemental City. That is probably my biggest gripe is that, you know, we saw a lot with um, Firetown and the, you know, the the water people. Like she can say the water beings, but we didn't really spend a lot of time with Earth or Air as much as I would like to. I wanted to see a little bit more of Elemental City and what made it this you know capital city that everyone was living in and obviously we know why you know the fire people were removed over from fireland they started migrating over from uh fireland um to to new shores for a better life but yeah that is that's one gripe i i have um but i think the ending of this movie is very beautiful um, I kind of wanted to see more. I'm not going to lie, but I'm not sure about you, but it kind of gave me Luca vibes almost. 
like the very end if you know what i'm talking about but yeah happy happy ending but you want more yes i always think that's a good mark of like just a good movie altogether like obviously you know we watched across the spider-verse and (laughs) i was like let's keep going let's keep going yes that's that's (laughs) one you never want to stop yeah exactly but yeah overall i i really did adore this movie um it I was tearing up. I'm like, this is so good. This is like, oh my God, they're, they're the perfect couple. And it's like, Wade is such a nice guy. Like, he's like the ideal guy that like anyone like should just go for. Yeah, like, I'd say the best word to describe this movie is cute. Like, just very cute overall. <laughs> like, more so than even some of the other Pixar movies. Like, it's just, it's a rom com and it's, it's just cute. Yeah. And an and emotional rom com that deals with, you know, immigrant struggles, you know, uh, biracial dating and what have you, which you don't really get a lot of. You don't see a lot in today's uh, media. But from from here and there, obviously, Spider-Verse has us covered. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, let's get into our final thoughts and our ratings here. Devin, what are your final thoughts on Elemental and what would you rate this film? Yeah, final thoughts. Uh, solid movie overall. I don't, I don't know if I where I'd rank it amongst the Pixar's other movies. Probably somewhere in the middle because couldn't even off the top of my head just kind of go through and rank because, like you said, there's so many and they're all so good. So that'd be a tough one to do. But mm-hmm. hey, maybe maybe in the future we can do a little Pixar ranking or Pixar draft or something like that. Pixar that bracket. would be fun. Oh yeah. But yeah, um, like I said in the beginning, uh, for me it was it was good, not great. Like there's definitely a, a lot to like here. Um, Definitely some areas that are lacking for me, but overall, I'd say it's a pretty good time. Um, definitely, if if you have a significant other, bring this, bring them to watch this one. If you have kids, bring them to watch it. Obviously, but a uh, pretty good time overall. I'd probably give it like a like a seventy overall. Pretty solid. So for me, I gave this movie uh, rating wise on Letterbox, I gave it four out of five. So I'm gonna give it a solid eighty out of a hundred. Um, I really just enjoyed the journey of these two characters between Wade and Ember, especially Ember's story arc, which I thought was fantastic. And she's very relatable, um, not only just for obviously like kids and whatnot, just for any time that you've ever want, like that you've worked somewhere where you thought you wanted to work. And, you know, it's just not necessarily the job that it's like, cracked up to be or you're kind of not I guess you could say losing your temper or just like you know annoyed with the little things I I love how this movie just goes into topics and themes and um, discussions like that where it's like hey maybe this isn't your calling and that's not necessarily a bad thing especially for Ember, what you'll see in the movie where she's, you know, she's run, she wants to run her father's shop. And then, you know, throughout the movie, she kind of just has this realization of like, is this something she really wants to do? Especially after meeting Wade, it's kind of like, you know, her needing to have the desire to pay her parents back tenfold from what they've sacrificed for and for what they've done for their daughter. And you, you you see a lot of that throughout the movie. And I thought I think it's very, very beautiful. But yeah, an 80 out of 100 for me. And you said 70 out of 100? Yep. So 75 out of 100 is going to be the median 
of our two scores, and that's going to be our official podcast score for Elemental. So there we go. Gotta love that math. I, I really love... I, I, I like the, the median thing. I wish Rotten Tomatoes did that. <laughs> between, you know, share, share a little bit of love between the critics and the audience by meeting somewhere in the middle. But yeah, it's, you know, final verdict of Elemental for me. It's definitely one of the best picture, Pixar movies we've had in a while. And I'm really glad that this came to theaters first and foremost. I'm very, very excited that that did. And I would recommend it to anyone, honestly, just anyone. You know, it's a Pixar movie. Anyone's going to have a great time with this altogether. But, and that concludes today's episode. If you like what you heard on today's episode, make sure to share and subscribe to our podcast on your preferred podcast platform of choice. And make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Film Optics, that is Optics with an X. And don't forget to share an episode of our podcast with a fellow movie lover, whether it be your mother, your brother, or your significant other. Make sure to spread the love of the Film Optics podcast to a movie lover in need. And now let's take a sneak peek of what's coming up next on the show. So coming up next, we have our Indiana Jones Dial of Destiny review. And we're going to be covering the Netflix to Dumb event that will be streaming the weekend of June 16th. So definitely going to be, you know, on top of that, like white on rice as fast as we can, as, as fast as time allows us to, um, honestly. But I'm very excited for us to cover that. And for new review releases, you can listen to our Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse spoiler-free review, as well as our Ted Lasso Season 3 review, our Little Mermaid review, and our The Flash review, and our Transformers Rise of the Beast review as well. I know that was a lot, but all that and more are all on our podcast platforms across the internet. That's Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, you name it. So thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And make sure to stay connected to us by following us on Twitter and Instagram for the latest updates in film and TV. I'm Christian, and that was Devin signing off. And remember, life is like a movie. So go out there and make it a blockbuster. Peace.